0: This is the John Hallett Podcast with John Hallett. It's because the way we're living, we need to change it, make it change today. and all learn it. from failure. Maybe they just wanted it a little bit more than you. That's probably the fact. And now your host, John Hallett. Hey, welcome back, guys. Glad you could join me again. Hope you guys enjoyed the last couple episodes. We always enjoy feedback. that Black Belt or the Path to Black Belt, whatever Josh named that one, um, seems to be popular. We're going to be putting that on as part of the Peaceful Warrior kind of automation when somebody joins that they're listening to that. But, you know, as always, you know, the Path to Black Belt is just getting in and training and training some more. We're going to talk briefly um, or maybe extensively. Who knows where we go off on the book, Same as Ever. We uh, talked about that last week. We're going to talk about another chapter this week and how it relates to things that we do here in self-defense and everything else how you doing today josh oh
1: man i'm i'm fantastic it was a it was a light training day so far i still got some crowd i gotta get done but um i feel good kind of woke up the hands hurt it, that's just age yeah. <laughs> just gotta work them out you know what i mean but other than that how are you
0: i'm good yeah i'm doing good a little sore from yesterday's Project Fit workout, but it that's, was a good one. So it's Jenny's fault,
1: so we'll just we'll just her yeah, for that. Fault. It was my workout. Oh. <laughs> so it's John's work.
0: Throw <laughs> her <laughs> under the bus for <laughs> no good you reason. Yeah, just throw her under the bus. That's her <laughs> <hard>. somebody <laughs> else's fault. Right. HR but, phone call. <laughs> so um, that um, that is all good. And you know we've got the Clear Sky Defender training on Saturday at eleven o'clock here at Rocky Mountain Self-Defense and Fitness so if you guys are interested just get on the band and post your name or just show up day of and you'll get on the roster for attendance and that's how you sign up and pay super easy Uh, incorporating the blade into self-defense which is always tough it's gonna be fun gym party also at 6 30 this saturday the 20th um but yeah incorporating a blade we were talking a lot about incorporating a flashlight yeah into self-defense so i think there's some good content there and just working through yeah. like any tool having it in your hand it it can be an issue when you go hand to hand it really affects your clinch and a lot of other things just, just getting to the tool was yeah part. just getting to the tool you know it's the whole yeah. what if you know what if yeah. there's dragons yeah um, i got from a guy that used to train here as a law enforcement instructor uh les stevenson uh what if there's unicorns? What if there's dragons? Right. Why? And if, you know why? Why? There's unicorns. Why? The dragons need something to eat.
1: What kind of cruel son of a gun came up with that?
0: I love it. I love wow. dragons. You can't eat unicorns like, like that. How are we gonna get Skittles? We need Skittles. <laughs> Josh, you don't need Skittles. I I, <laughs> d- I was never into Maybe Skittles. Not Saturday night. No. Right. I never like liked Skittles at all. Like
1: <laughs> Snickers and peanut butter cups. Those are the ones that if I like, I see them,
0: I'm like, oh stay
1: away stay away because yeah. they're my favorite they're delicious yeah
0: but yeah dragons that always gets the, the little girls oh yeah in class because right. they're like what if what if what if there's always a what if yeah you know there's so many scenarios that's why you just train 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 and can be fun just different yeah. things you know one big thing we've been on student just assess stop disconnecting at the end of the rep and i'm not saying it's easy you know we all need that reminder but Move and just make it part of your training. It's got to be part of the rep that you're looking around and assessing. Yeah,
1: it's easy to forget. I forget to do it sometimes, right? Yeah, back we all, the do it. I'm like, all Do it. Wait, we all a minute. Do I did even look.
0: That's why just throw one of the new patches you can get on shop.rmsdf.com. I so have not put them on the, the Clear Sky channel. My um, that one's nice. I like that one. The Train Warshine Yeah, that I mean, one. We just a big, big This is. Comes in uh, white and black, huh. but it used to be easier. They got rid of some, a feature of uh crossing it to your stores, what? so you used to be able to just upload this to the other store, it's super easy. Yeah, um, they got rid of the feature for yeah. some reason. I'm kind of disappointed. You can sew those right onto a sash,
1: right, and then get it for the, get the the attendants. You know, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's been it's been talked t- about to actually earn a real sash. Really? Yeah, I was it's talking t- with HR and. So we're going to get a sash. Yeah, is it she, camouflage? Uh, I don't know. It's in her hands. It can show up in pink sequence for all
0: I know. Oh, she won't do pink sequins. <laughs> so that, like, that won't happen with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but she, she would do it for me, though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or my wife will end up going yeah, and... Uh, yeah, you can get patches. You can put them on yeah. a sash. Actually, we were um, talking... Uh, this is one of my... I love that. Just yeah. I mean, people don't know what the heck it is. Maybe it asks questions, but I do like... Suck Glass gets a lot of uh, feedback. I was in the Bahamas. That one we got, we got the gunfighter one for the Citizen oh, Fighter. Yeah. It's a good, you know, good shirt to have. That's on. You know, again, shop. I like the black version of Suck Glass. I do too. That one. But a lot of my, my stuff's stuff. black, so it's like, yeah. you know, it, it matches. We do bad things. And for all you ladies, we just uploaded. I don't have them. Um, we added Hit Like a Girl. Yeah. Well, um, on to the site yesterday so they hit get, get it today hit like
1: a girl it's another one
0: yeah. um there's another one probably guys bigger yeah. It won't fit on a patch you know uh, Find out what hit like a girl means I forget what the heck I did yeah so those are good ones but you know having that flashlight it's weird if you're gonna you're hitting somebody with a deadly weapon if you noticed yeah. no weapons on this guy nothing in his hands doesn't appear to be anything in his waistline that's always extremely tough pockets are always extremely tough yeah and they go to throw the simple assault punch yeah you know my instinct is to start hitting with the hand that you know has the flashlight or like Mm -hmm. what we talked about today is that flashlight we just incorporating that flashlight lefty Mm -hmm. into our
1: training
0: Mm -hmm. and it's I can see it both ways. So obviously, it's valuable to do both left and right. It's definitely more yeah. natural having that tool in my right hand.
1: I like having a light anyway, just because I want to see where I'm going. Sometimes, right? I mean, it's it's useful to have a light on you, no matter what you're doing. Most of the time, if you're if you're in a service industry, you've always got a
0: light on you, yeah. right? Oh my just gosh! I mean, it. right? That here in, yeah. uh, in the eaves of the the gym, and I'm. You know it's got a little avian light down one end but i'm way down
1: yeah
0: i've got my flashlight i was just under yeah. uh, my sink because the plastic little thing broke oh i'm no. not sure is it the drain that came to... down and no it's so the i'm uh, sorry the little plastic thing for the soap the soap dispenser oh okay so you know boom 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 and yeah. when things go wrong i'm not blaming my wife. she's going to be mad but even just the other day she was Bang, like, like I'm like that loud. Like, if you can, if the mic is picking up, shoot, is bang <laughs> if No, I don't you see you doing on Really? Get the cursor to go to highlight to type in a text box. Like, <laughs> babe, how about you just reset the computer? <laughs> just turn off. Right? That's like the tech support 101. Right. Turn it on, reset turn, it the turn, it on yeah. turn it off. Reset the router. Turn it off. But she's banging. on She bangs on her phone. Say, we'll bang on that soap dispenser to get a little bit more. She'll bang on it. Um, I don't know if that's the cause. It was just cheap, right? Yeah, You yeah. know the way our like, our modern color. like everything's gonna you. break. But I'm blaming like wrong. <laughs> so literally the day before, maybe two, but I'm pretty sure it was like the day before. She's filling up the dispenser. Oh. And then the next day, I'm like, what did she do? Did she not fill it up all the way? The kids always use way too much soap, anyways. And I'm like, let me fill this thing up. So <laughs> I filled it up. Yeah. A lot. Because I've got a pretty guesstimated yeah. out of like how uh, much it takes. Because you yeah, don't want to do it again later. Top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just by chance something had gotten in the garbage disposal and i need to go under with the allen wrench and adjust uh, it but the same thing i'm using my flashlight to try to find like what is that getting in there but then as i went to do that and i was removing all like the stuff that's underneath your kitchen sink soap oh my gosh it was everywhere. Oh, my So, gosh. the dispenser, and then i find the little plastic thing, and I'm like, oh, it came unscrewed. How did that happen? No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> threaded screw, just like on a soda bottle, it had broken off. Oh, no. And I had filled it. I had to clean it up with like a two, like a, I was doing a really thin spatula. Yeah. It didn't have any slots in it. And you you out. Else, and I was like, scooping out and being all cheap, like soap was super expensive, and pouring it back into the thing. But it was also super convenient because I'm like, all oh, right, I need something to put all this soap in underneath. Yeah. But what a disaster. Well, yeah, soap's hard
1: to clean. And you know, and it just shows just you anything that you use can break.
0: Yeah, when the, the new, got the new one, yeah, you know, underneath there with the flashlight because you can't see anything. Right. You know, having that tool like any others, you know, my wife's always like, you're crazy, you have all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to need their Leatherman. Right. I don't know, but when I need it. It's there. And actually the kids were, I don't know what she's like, what's in your, what's in your backpack? Like, I'm like, well, there's medical and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, since you gave me a thought, I'm like, if you need that tourniquet, you need it right now. And we were joking I'm like, oh, I don't have a tourniquet now. Right. Oh, you thought that was stupid? Are you bleeding out? Are you bleeding out? <laughs> Got all the kit stuff here? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're bleeding out. Oh, do you want the tourniquet that I've been carrying around? Like by whatever odds that I need it? Yeah. Oh, since you're giving me shit, I'm not using it on you. That's what I was teasing her. i like, I won't use it if you ever need it. I mean, yeah. since it's stupid to you and silly, you know, I think, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's silly to have a going. Whenever you you're going to need that, whenever you're going to need self-defense. Yeah. Yeah. But when you need it, you need you that get. tool, Yeah. whatever it is, as quick as you can. I always, be like when I moved to Colorado from Nantucket, oh man, Home Depot is really freaking far away. Hmm. I mean, in Tucket, you could, you know, I mean, a far drive. It was a like a ten minute drive, maybe twelve. I'm like, that's what it takes me to get to the gym every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you're like, when well, I was like, oh man, I'm trying to do stuff, and you needed stuff at Home Depot. You're like, oh man, this stinks. I go all the way to Home Depot. Yeah. Come back to continue the project. Yeah. It's a pain in the neck. I mean, you need a tourniquet, or you need a knife defense. You need it right then and there. Yeah. There is no, oh shit, I wish I learned self defense.
1: There's an old Tupac saying. He used to say, I'd rather have it, not need it. And he was talking about it again at the time. I'd rather have it, not need it, than to need it and not have it.
0: Wow. Yeah. He used it. I got it. Oh, did it. this. Like, he, come on. Hey, man, I heard Tupac
1: say it first in an interview. I was like, it's got to be Tupac. But like when he said it, it made sense, right? It really. Re- Resonance. Yeah. It's, it, it could be an older quote, probably. It's it definitely. Is it is. okay? Yes, it's definitely not. Terrible. I don't know. I, mean, like I don't want to no. say definitely. Right. There's a percentage there,
0: but I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm, I'm contributing. It. I'm attributing it to Tupac. And the way you heard it the first time. Yeah. was like, it just went off. I was like, like, hey, like he's right
1: though. I'd rather need it and not have it because I, I do have a bag. Tara started making fun of me because she's like, "Oh, turn into John too. And I was like, "Shut up,
0: Tara." and uh it <laughs> was like John going to my
1: plan. B. I I've got a tourniquet in there i got uh, stuff to stop perforation wounds i've, I've actually got, got two tourniquets out. on me because yeah you know i've been in situations i've actually i've, I've had to pull somebody it. out of a car once and they were bleeding really bad and they needed a tourniquet well the other person in the other car also needed one and then yeah. I went to my belt because I had nothing else at the time. Yeah. So I always carry like one is none and two is
0: one. That's yeah. the old rule, right, with lighters right. and survival. That was Run DMC. I maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I would love that. <laughs> it might have been an Aerosmith. Thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was Aerosmith yeah. and Run DMC. Yeah. Yeah. They a... did that little merger there back in one other oh, year. Great song. That was a, yeah. I, I
1: actually loved that. That was cool.
0: But so they did it well because yeah, they, uh, they that, that was good. That was a good good uh, collaboration there way back when but you want to have it on
1: you right i mean if i have all this stuff but it's at home and i'm away from home it's only good to me if i'm at
0: home yeah and i'm away from home more than i'm at home most of the time well, most people are right we all have jobs are always away yeah, having stuff because you might need to get back home it might yeah. yeah it's a far possibility but if i need to get home that's how i feel uh when we can, I forget when Jenny said the next time we can go that it's not rented, probably after ski season, um, our VRBO condo. I'm like, I take a rifle up there. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I have to get back home. I'm going to be stuck the, up in yeah. Silverthorn. Without something? With a 9 millimeter, What yeah. the hell? I want my AR. Right. I'm like, I, I do too. Home.
1: Right. I'm like,
0: I... what, you know?
1: And, it, like, at a minimum, sometimes I'll just take a shotgun. Like, I want to have something a little bit bigger. Yeah. Right? I need something a little bit more if things go horribly wrong, right? And that's all I'm planning for. And it's okay to plan for those things. Yeah. People think that I'm crazy when I want to have food I want to have water and I want to have ammunition. They're like, oh, you're just one of those weird dumb prepper types. I was like, no, I just want to,
0: I just want to have it because yeah. it doesn't
1: take long for stuff to disappear on the shelves. Yeah. I'm
0: pretty sure it was, like, George Thorogood that said your pistol's only good for fighting back to your long gun? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what it's... George
1: Thurgood. Wait, I don't remember. I heard heard a Navy SEAL said that once.
0: But it made sense. It it wasn't George Thurgood? No. I'm never going (laughs) to let the Tupac thing down.
1: (laughs) Never say anything bad about Tupac. (laughs)
0: That's funny. Um, Aerosmith was actually my first concert I ever went to. Really? Mine was Bon Jovi. Was it? Yeah, and like... My what? wife's was Cindy Lauper.
1: <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that would have been, like, hot of that generation. Was I was Lopper. in love with Debbie Gibson. Remember yeah, that old it, name? It like, Lopper. I, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, that's my crush. Like, that was the
0: that was my crush. Yeah, I didn't really like her. I was probably like the girl in uh, White Snake Video or something. Oh, yeah, her too. She, she yeah. Hmm. But, yeah, Cindy Lauper, first one. I got, wow. I lucked out because my uncle was long-term friends and, uh, Actually, my aunt. That um, it's really, however you classify it, he was married to my aunt. Um, He was long-term friends with the drummer Joey Kramer, so I got to go backstage to Aerosmith as my first concert. I'm back, freaking stage, meeting the band, and they actually told me I've got um, a picture signed by all of them that they often they rarely did that i mean against somebody yeah. who knows what i'm back there i'm like 13 years old wow and somebody i had this freaking picture and somebody's like oh you know signed it. somebody looked at it i was like oh they all signed it whoa kid they don't do that a lot yeah. i mean i have no idea it could have been hey i don't know but somebody was like whoa so could okay. be right. those are the weird ones my dad had a uh
1: something signed by johnny bench in the big oh, red awesome. machine and it was on the scorecard from the stadium at the time Oh, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. It's, it's it's really cool. Like, I love that I used stuff. to watch
0: his show. Really? Johnny Bench? Yeah, didn't he have a show on TV yeah. on Saturday or Sunday yeah, mornings? Oh, time. yeah, I was super into baseball. Where well, I wish I kept that up, but yeah. I didn't.
1: Yeah, you've yeah, been athletic enough for it. But back to it, I mean, if I'm carrying a light, a light, a flashlight and I am attacked, am I attacking somebody with a weapon or is it just a tool? Like, how do I describe that to a, somebody?
0: Well, I, I mean, I would say I had my flashlight. It is a tool. I wasn't intending. But like any tool, you know, a pencil is going to be te- terrible. Yeah. Like everything yeah. can be a weapon. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't often have these, but I had these because I didn't get somewhere. We'll just go no brand since that because Josh wants me to. I mean, I'll mess you up with this fatty. Oops, I said part of the
1: yeah, well, either way, I was shocked to see that. I was like, yeah, is he actually going to eat that? But yeah,
0: I mean, it's if, like, with, if you intend to hurt somebody with something, you can, right? Uh, I mean, a pen, it doesn't even have to be a tactical pen. It's not going to feel yeah. great getting ja- gouged into your eye. Just like, I mean, there's those BIC company, not BIC, but like the Sharpies.
1: Yeah. They're
0: out there that they make them like metal, I yeah. think. I've never bought one. I'm like, geez, you know, like, because I'm like, for me, I'm like i'll mess you up just with a regular sharpie yeah i mean that is going to be just the point on that i mean who cares about the um marker itself you know that tip in there is very small and you start getting that gouged into you never mind just leaving the cap on there yeah and now i'm smashing you and hammer fisting you in the eye in the temple what anything that Hurts so. Doesn't change your day. I kind of said my intent with that flashlight yeah. was to light up the parking lot, or I am going for a walk. Mm. At you know it's winter time, it's dark at five o'clock. I'm using that to light my way. There's a guy up front, seems sketchy. You know you're lighting up his hands. All of a sudden, what? you're into an altercation with this guy and. Yeah. I'm hitting them with what I had in my hand. Uh uh I can see it both ways that now I'm hitting with a deadly weapon
1: Uh
0: and a part of me goes, did I drop that weapon? Because now I've gone hand to hand, you know, I think some of that content, I think we should put it out. I think we should work through some of that content and leave it off of here of, you know, what was kind of potentially happening with that flashlight in the hand. And there's all sorts of problems. Mm -hmm. And... There's always something to work on. I I like um, what Todd says, Todd Fossey from IDS, of, you know, play the data. You know, we've, I mean, we've gotten bigger on it Mm -hmm. of like, what's the common attacks? What's normally gonna happen to you in Krav Maga? You know, incorporating what we do uh, in Citizen Defender and going, what's the highest probability stuff? You know, simple assault. And then it's aggravated assault. Now they've got that knife. Now they've got that gone. Mm-hmm. There's so much to work on. Yeah. There's so much that, that's where I get, you know, we're just trying to get you home safe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because if you start specializing in like, I mean, are we, how much time are you gonna incorporate working that flashlight in your training? You know, we said like, I had that bad draw on you this morning. You yeah. Know? You know um, and it changes everything. everything you know how mm. much are you working with that versus well if I'm clearing my house am I really using that flashlight yeah am I ditching it you know there's so many what ifs I mean I've got a weapon light mounted if I felt there was a disturbance I'm probably just gonna use the weapon mounted light to make sure it's not a kid sneaking in.
1: Yeah, yeah, especially if you've got a multi-member household, right? I'm, I mean,
0: there's that that was told to me, um, I think the first time, um, Jeremy Stafford, um, a fantastic guy, I've been training with him in years, did my law enforcement uh, training for Krav Maga, had us the story of the the law enforcement officer shooting his kid coming in through the window in the kid's bedroom, he was sneaking back in and he shoots the intruder, but it's his kid. You know, like, seeing what the hell you're shooting is very important. You know, some of these yeah. people are like, oh, we got a tactical light on there, and people kind of bash that online a lot. And you know, I, I would like to see what I'm shooting. Do yeah. I think, you know, do I think it's a high probability thing? Not really. You know, being a, uh
1: NRA certified pistol instructor and all that stuff. I've heard a lot of people talking about the what ifs. And one person described it to me at a friend at a local store. They said, when you point your weapon light at somebody, you're pointing your weapon at them. And if you're unsure of the target and you're using the weapon light to make that assessment, the probability that you accidentally shoot them goes up. Cause now you have pointed the weapon at them, regardless if they're a threat or not.
0: Yeah. That's a good point.
1: And it's like, this there's is so many what ifs. Yeah, 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 yeah what right. What if?
0: Yeah. Okay, what if it's my kid? Okay, oh, what if it's a dude? All right What he if it's the back? the house. house. Yeah. I mean, and now oh great, now he's going for a kid's bedroom. Where you know? Where are they going in the house? I have people on three levels in my house. Where are they going? Yeah. Um. You, there's always the what if. I mean, I go back to good pistol craft good trigger discipline. Keep your finger off the trigger. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, what are the, uh, what are the likelihood of somebody shooting at like whoever said that I think highly likely because people have terrible pistol craft. Right. I think they do, but they grab right. the gun. And right. They have, I mean, how many times in class have we seen somebody just standing there like, Hey, holster up. Hey, take your finger off mm-hmm. the trigger. Yeah. You know, that, We have like people hanging the gun back and forth in in classes and going hey guys you're handing the gun to somebody this is not do it correctly still basics you know take your finger off the trigger you're assessing take the finger off the trigger i see people in sewell with their finger on the The trigger, trigger and yeah now they're maybe blasting their knee or anything down right blasting their toe off take your finger off the trigger and, I think it comes down to training. I think yeah. that's likely, but what do you give it? I give everything 50%. Yeah,
1: it's a 50 50. I mean, I, I, I just, we ran this scenario the other day where it was super low light. I thought you guys pulled a, a, a knife on me. I shot and their thumb was up because it was low light. Yeah. All, I saw a thumb. I thought I saw a knife. It was a thumb. Yeah. and even if i had had the light out it would have been so fast it would have been boom boom i probably still would have made the shot so yeah people think it's so darn
0: easy i had people no, today yeah. shoot me with my um backup readers yeah that i have that's like a sil- the case that they're in is just kind of silver yeah and just holding those down at my side drop the knife drop the knife somebody had a gun on me i believe mm-hmm. but i was engaged to somebody else so i was ignoring yeah. somebody else in class these things are tough decisions and it's your thing like we train decision makers at rmsdf.com and it it makes me
1: really feel for law enforcement because they've got to really make choices on that kind of stuff right and i didn't you know i had a lot of respect for law enforcement to begin with but now that i've I've seen what they can see i'm just like it takes a special person to do the job now because i how many bad shots have i made right how many bad shots have other people made Yeah, it happens a lot and people are like oh those cops are just they're just so so trigger happy and it's like
0: no it's just a hard choice it's a hard decision because i want to so- go home at the end of the day they have a tough job Then, yeah. being li- like things like some of the stuff that's happened is crazy but hey i had this um thought and then yeah. re-listening <laughs> to um the coddling of the american mind i think yeah. that's what I, i'm listening to again and they had some things on there that are just so so interesting um one quick fact for all you adults and, it, and it's super quick you should like read the book um they were talking about um correlations in there but people that have more sex make three or four percent more money than people that don't but you're like are they having more sex because they have money they're happy they had the money already or because having more sex you make more money you know like it's a very interesting. I gotta book. call the wife real quick. And oh, see if I I, I stopped it. I the, was actually no, driving home, <laughs> listening to it, and I stopped it. And I was like, the kids had went off and like whatever. <laughs> They're old anyways. But I was like, hey, listen to this. And I had kind of hit thirty seconds back back too many times, but it kind of set it up enough that she's like listening to it, like oh yeah, in her HR mind, like oh yeah, like. This, and then he gets to that, and she just cracks up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, three to four times a week. And I was like, do you want my income to go down? Right. Do you want us to be four? Like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do. Um, Leave me alone, John. <laughs> you know, the book has some fascinating things in there, and yeah. you're know, trying to make things equal for people. You know, yeah, our they're... gym population for Crowd Maga is like 80%. Guys, 20% ladies. Yeah. And you're like, oh, is the pro shop fair? You know, different things like that. I mean, girls definitely have more choice in pants or, you know, yoga pants with us. But yeah. it was just interesting. I was like, why, you know, when we go to voting and all of this political tribal stuff and people just get, just recheck it, you know, recheck um, yourself and just. Freaking be nice, you know? Yeah, it's I mean, okay to disagree with people, just, but still love them. People do. I mean, there's just a lot of crappy people out there, but at the end of the day, I do care for people. But why don't we have, I've thought, why isn't a cell phone? You know, Obama gave everybody a cell phone. Why don't, why isn't, you know, voter ID, why is that? Why, don't you need an ID? It's just, it's so corrupt that people are double voting now illegal a- illegal people illegal aliens are allowed to vote here what the heck they get provisional ballots there's that, that you're illegal in this country yeah i can cannot... but yet you get to vote you haven't even paid freaking taxes yeah i mean people are off the rails because the money's going to run out it already is. as much as i yeah as much as I want to help people we can only help people so much yeah we can't help everybody this melting pot is we can't keep having a free border it's it's insane it's insanity it just doesn't make and we sense. can't continue to pay I laughed at uh, my uh, sister-in-law like they're sending a I laughed and then I was like oh maybe I should <laughs> right because there bus loads of people up to Chicago good what do you think everybody else on the border states are facing yeah you don't like it oh but you you support it Texas in your voting nevada Colorado we've lost crazy it. but it's pretty wild. in a job yeah. in college applications why don't we just have a number you have a driver's license number yeah. There's got to be some way, I mean, nothing's foolproof, but what we're doing, why isn't there some sort of thing that can be on your phone? Maybe it's just like a chip. Oh, you can not have a phone. Maybe you just have like the, the credit card chip and that's embedded with your number. You apply for a job, you apply for college, whatever it is. It's not white, Asian, whatever they're putting on there. Cause I'm like, we're all just freaking people. Why do we keep dividing by saying, you're this, you're that, you're this? They're just magnifying it by putting everybody into their own tribe on a job application. Why isn't it just, you're a person and you're a number? Because then they can't, it's not a name. You can't profile on somebody's name that immigrated here, or whatever. Why isn't it just not a number? And that's how you apply for college. and. The, the best get in.
1: Yeah. They should rise to Or them. if
0: they want diversity, oh, well, this person rides horses, this person wrestles, oh, this person's in marching band. I don't know. Like, that's how they base off your application. Yes. Not off ethnicity. Yes. Why?
1: I don't, because the, the liberal mindset of equality, right? It's just that's, a number. It's... I That's prefer just a number system, right? I just want the best. Just give me the best. I don't care what color you are. I don't care where you come from. I, I kind of want you to be an American citizen if you're going to be working. Well, I think,
0: me. you know, if you're going to be here, you've got to at least do it right. I mean, we're talking yeah. about avenues to citizenship. I want good people in this country. Yeah. But again, I can't help everybody. I mean, I said I said in the class we posted on our band app um, that lady with the... Um, it's pretty much an axe. It's not really a hatchet in a convenience store. I Would want to help My number one job get out the back door go home to my family. Yeah For me, I would it would be really hard for me not to want to protect innocent people. Yeah And I, I've been doing this for 30 years and I know I could die Yeah, like dying training we said like every week there's a scenario or two or three or five or ten that you don't make it out of yeah and that's right i would still want to protect people i i don't know if i could live with myself of going oh yeah i got home glad go to my daughter's wedding that's awesome oh yeah remember those 12 people i ran away from that got freaking yeah machete in the convenience store I mean, there or there is that whatever, survivors that whatever. i mean i would want to protect but you know, getting away. You gotta weigh
1: that. I mean it's there's no obligation that you say to people, but that's the thing about humans is that humans want to help everybody. Humans want to help naturally. You gotta teach them how to kill, right? Yeah. That's why I always say when people say man was born evil, it's like, no no no, man's taught how to be evil. Man is born innocent for the most part. That innocence means that we wanna help people. Yeah,
0: I and just some of this stuff is just Gone haywire, yeah. Um, and how a bunch of things, uh, you know, add up, you know, into oh, now look what we are, words are hurtful, and everything else. And I just think it's crazy,
1: yeah. Nobody, I mean, again, anymore. if
0: you don't want to use a, uh, a word, you don't know, want the n word used, stop using it in your own culture. I'm sorry,
1: make it disappear, just let like, just don't use the rappers.
0: I'm like, if if you don't want it used then like phase it out like whippersnapper
1: yeah
0: who the heck says whippersnapper right. anymore stop using the word stop i don't know why it's in songs if it's so offensive because it should yeah. just be offensive no matter who is using it
1: it is and offensive it's
0: that like there's things that what you know whatever you know somebody's gonna you know nobody calls people a honky anymore that no, much i mean it's, i don't know right. but you're like hey is that the same i mean not really but it's still meant to be offensive yeah but it's just a word and you know i think it's crazy you know that's something that just blows my mind i'm like why is it still in songs you know i kind of thought the
1: 90s was an era when racism was like pretty much dying at that point everybody like i've watched bill cosby when he was on the air i know he's not a good guy now but Michael Jackson was one of my heroes. Yeah, it's right? different things. It's actually, I didn't care website
0: that um, birth year dictating how you vote. Interesting. And it's very interesting because they came up and I'm like, wait a second, I got to look up some people here. Um, but I forget what years in the 50s, um, there was like a four to five year gap in the 50s that those people voted Democrat, but either side of them voted Republican. Yeah. Um, but it was just a birth date and what, like, how is COVID going to affect yeah. further light? like these kids that were there, you know, they say, you know, 18 to 25, 17, like, how is that going to affect their voting yeah. after living through COVID and the riots and this and that yeah. and all of these things adding up to different things? That's very interesting. That's, you know, the coddling of the American mind. Yeah. So those
1: cohorts right is what they call them is that this group is born inside this cohort and they all have a, a similar sort of behavior in the stuff that they do. And it's most likely culturally driven you know they see the same things on TV they have the same conversations with each other you know they're seeing the same things in school, the same things in college and that changes from generate from cohort to cohort right yeah, we're like MLK
0: yeah you know Bill Cosby, One of my heroes yeah any of that stuff. I mean it's just Mr. T was my man yeah, I, I love mean... Mr. T. Yeah, but they want to perpetuate hate and pushing people apart. That's what pisses me off about politicians, Yeah, that they just continue that. I'm like, talk about a crime of words. Like, you're doing this to get elected, and you're on purpose creating fear, anger. Division. Anger leads to hate. He's suffering. (laughs) I
1: love Yoda. If you are, so really it's an attack on what I call a a national cultural identity because we don't have one. Because we love to say that I'm Irish American, you're white American, you're black American, you're this American, but you're you're something different. The easiest way to destroy any group is to factionalize it because you cause them to start fighting each other. I mean, that's just how it works. Like how we treated the Native Americans. We factionalized all of them. I mean, they they were factionalized before we showed up, right? So that's why they never like get together and win because they could have, right? I mean, if they'd really gotten together, they would have won, but they didn't. So the easiest way to keep a population divided is to make sure that nobody ever has anything that they can can circle the wagons over, right? They can't come together over something if you're constantly dividing them. And and you can say you can't, you know, a house divided cannot stand. And it's true right
0: yeah that's i hate i hate when politicians do that it happens we need all the to time be united you know i mean when was the last time 9 11. yeah and that's getting to be a long time now
1: most kids don't even know what it is now when you ask them so what there was a poll where 20 percent of americans said that or at least identify that uh, what osama bin laden did was justified and okay because they don't know remember everyone always told us never forget well we forgot like five years later no, we, we forgot 10 years so later. Easy. It's been 23 years. Yeah. You know, 22 years now, or whatever. It's, it's been a long time. There's an entire yeah. cohort of individuals now who are grown up that have didn't even live through it. Never yeah. saw the 90s. They've they only lived through two presidents, right? They think the the, the way to live is, is, you know, under a Barack Obama presidency and all of those things that they were doing is the norm. So that naturally these cohorts are just going to lean that way. Yeah. And it t- you can't, it's really hard to change their hearts and minds when you're told that if anybody tells you different than what you know it's wrong yeah right and then now you're it's just fight that's all it is it's just a
0: fight yeah Yeah. well i want to remind you guys that i am available here at rmsdf here in castle rock colorado for private lessons Um, and we also have our accelerated learning program semi-privates those are fantastic we've got some outtakes that we'll be putting on the clear sky dot training uh, YouTube channel and other socials there, but I really plug we actually hit 3000 um, In there we got to do some stuff uh, for that contest here coming up I can't forget speaking of forgetting things, but you know that is a great way um, I think those outtakes are you know little glimpses into mm-hmm. that but if you were a gym owner out there or just a self-defense a Krav Maga student out there um you want help i'm here to mentor you you know online as well i kind of do that same accelerated learning program you know off of our clear sky dot training website where that web portal there you can see our videos you can sign up for that membership there but i also do online mentoring and looking at your technique you know set it up was, you know at your place and going through and coaching you online and i also kind of no bs actually somebody said to me last night like yeah, I like the no BS kind of thing <laughs> that, hey, you're doing this wrong, uh-huh. get better. You know, you got a, there's different ways of coaching, but, sure. you know, going, let's just be honest here. We're talking about self defense. Like, I think, like, it might be too late and you're in the street and you got run over by the truck. I use that one to the kids all the time. Like, there's things about being too late in a fight and now uh-huh. your arm is snapped. Now you're unconscious. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah. So different. Yeah. Um, different. Contact me. Um, don't don't comment on YouTube if you want me to f- see it. I will probably never see it. So hit me up on any of those, any of our um, stuff. You know, you can contact me on rmsdf.com Any in the contact form. Same mm-hmm. thing on clearsky.training. Training or my email is John at rmsdf.com. I would love to help you out, guys. Do it. Do it today. Uh, don't stop it, just
1: I can make my coffee. Pause. Big pause. That's so the audio. <coughs> I can cut it.
0: Yeah. Big spike. Yeah, that's all I'm
1: looking for, right? It just makes it easier. Big
0: spike. I'll go into that book a little bit. Okay. You'll have about 20 minutes to talk about that book. That's what I kind of thought, like fifteen, yeah,
1: twenty. Nothing worse than drawing from a chair. Cars, same with tables, same with sitting. I will admit the uh, appendix carry is really useful when you're in a chair. Yeah. Super useful, right?
0: Yeah, that side. Yeah. If I'm sitting up, like yeah, I, I do the part. I gotta make sure I. Mean, it's got its pros and cons, but some of them, you're like, I know we're we'll on the ground, and you can use that wall or the ground. Sure. Seems super awesome. But sometimes just going. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Just, a situation versus because you gotta really like right if you're in that oh car, I gotta you've lean gotta, yeah you have gotta and then it's and actually there right if they're in the window yeah it's more natural to lean towards the window isn't it I'll have to because I have to. and now you're leaning closer to me
1: well the thing is also you probably got the seatbelt over you at the same time
0: yeah not to mention the seatbelt and yeah you, I'm always. <laughs> seatbelts and shirts over the seatbelt just sitting so there's just draw i don't have to clear the seat i mean if i'm just going to flash out then i'd have to like i got to get out and move but the shirt isn't ever caught by the seatbelt yeah it's underneath the shirt. The only
1: time that I... So I've got a chest holster. That works really, really well. But I don't want to be driving with a gun sitting on my chest, right? Yeah. Because then I can just pull out and, and I'd be there. And if cop pulls you over and you're wearing a chest holster and the gun's in or out, right away they're going to be like, hey, listen, partner. Yeah. This has got me nervous, right? I mean, I don't want to take that risk. I don't want the risk of of a cop getting nervous. Yeah. Especially in a traffic traffic setting, right? I Anything I can do to limit the fear of the police officer. And that's something that re- people rarely talk about is how to deal with law enforcement once you've you've been pulled over and all that stuff,
0: right? Yeah, anyway, we'll talk about that in another show. So, where are we at? All right, am I back on my good frame here or whatever? fix you. All right, guys, look, the path to Black Belt is hard. It's not easy. You know, some just getting back after I see that. Um, when you get your black belt I mean, it's this is this burnout phase you know whatever it may be like oh god i got there and right you were striving for it striving for it and now it becomes like oh, gosh <laughs> I'm yeah. burnt out and dealing with that burnout you're like yeah it's supposed to be hard and everything after black belt is just as hard whether it's dealing with burnout or just getting better and making those Advances through the levels and mm-hmm. becoming that real. I mean, I hate the word expert, I hate the word master, but you've now spent this time training. Now it's time to really start putting this all together. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy. Whoever the hell said it was easy. I mean, I've told people, I'm like, it's not easy to get in and train just because I own a gym. But, you know, sometimes it is quote easy for me because my job forces me to go on the floor and do things Uh and demonstrate them and be around it sometimes just like i've got to be teaching i've gone through many different burnout phases uh of everything from working out to problem a you know just like i'm just over this yeah but just having to teach the class and that's your livelihood that really changes this and he's like it's sometimes i think it's made it easier to deal with burnout not that it's it, you know sometimes just like your job yeah like any job you're burnt out Yeah. but now if you're burnt out you're training and you're burnt out on your job oh man that's, that's rough <laughs> yeah that's well, hard i was listening
1: to terry bradshaw he was doing a, a segment on fox and he just said um I was sitting in the car with my dad. I had just won my third Super Bowl and I was burned out. Like I had accomplished everything. I didn't know what to do after, right? I reached the goal. I got there and there was nothing else after, right? And then that's yeah. why he was fighting. There was nothing what else is there to do. I've done this three times. I'm exhausted. My mind's exhausted. My body's exhausted. He said he was burnt out. He was at the height of his career and he was ready to, to quit and just yeah. walk away from the game. And that, it's very much like when somebody gets to black belt, right? You you are fighting, you're getting there, you finally get to the championship, you win, and then you feel like there's this mental, I'm done, right? So what what happens when you say to yourself you're done? You you quit or at least you stop, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm you done. stop, you have quit
0: for that. Right, I've I mean, reached you something. Need to come back a year later. Yeah. Whatever it may be, you know that's but you're catching hard up, people. You're you're going to be catching up again.
1: I mean, all of that's perishable. So you're going to spend probably better part of a year getting back to where you were. You know, it comes back quick, but right. It, it's just that whole I've done it, and I've I've stopped, right. So, the the trick is is to try to find a way to say that the championship is never over, or at least there's there's no. You've got a goal to strive for, but you're not chasing because once you catch it, you're done, right. We've got to figure out a way to say, you know, how do I just keep the chase? How do I keep the walk going? Yeah, and that that's that's. If you have that secret like if people have that answer, please tell me because I want to know what it is Because I want to tell others how to do it, right? I mean, it's I don't have that answer for me I just I just keep showing up. Yeah, I, I get burned out in days, but it's like if I just sit my ass at home Well, what have I what have I done, right? I mean, I'm, I'm just getting softer. Everything's hurting
0: more. Yeah It's the it's just getting there. Yeah. There's people like how many walk through? Workouts, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do it. Go through the motions and then you're yeah. here and you start to pick up the pace halfway. Well, better. Well, you were doing something that's better than nothing. Yeah. You know, who cares? So you're just going th- slow and easy, whatever it may be. It's yeah. training injured where I tell people to watch class, stay on track, don't stay at home, come in and watch and observe. You learn so much watching a, and observing a class. And just working that mental side of it and visually watching other people seeing the instructor demonstrate enough people don't do that when they're you know injured you know sick stay home nobody you know yeah you know, if you're sick don't don't share i always say home. i don't want to share right but if you yeah the amount of people that are like oh i hurt my whatever my pinky finger <laughs> gotta stay home yeah. like come we can you know, some things we can work around. Right. Fight with one arm, your nail. I mean, it freaking hurts, and you told things. me that before. We'll, we'll fight, fight with one arm. Fight with one arm. So just, arm. You know, do something or watch class. Yeah, but there's so to much to train on, especially a black belt. Like, you need to do more, and more. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, two days a week doesn't cut it. I don't think. I mean, three's getting better. Yeah. But just getting in more and more. That's the path to second. That's the path to third. Yeah. And it's the, just continue down the road of working and working and working some more. It's, you know, yeah, you want to get thousands, you know, and that almighty 10,000 hours of throwing straight punches alone? I mean, guys, calculate that out. If you really want to be that black belt that's the top, Right. I've spent ten thousand hours working self-defense. Don't even just go, because everything's a little different. Don't go just one technique.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I've got ten thousand hours of working self-defense. I've got ten thousand hours working weapon defenses. Calculate that out, guys, and especially for black belts. Yeah. Calculate how many hours, and that. Is it five thousand? You know, something yeah. like. Hey, you know, it def- definitely makes it a lot easier to get those hours when it's part of your job and your career.
1: Yeah. Um, but even that, yeah, yeah, that's how you get Sometimes like it's
0: easier. You don't have to freaking worry about anybody else and find training time. Yeah, being on the floor is training time, but it's not the same as you just train training for an hour. So it is different that and, way.
1: And teaching others helps you too because you realize your flaws when it you try to tell something else to someone. You're like, wait a minute, that's not going to work. If I'm telling them to do something and it's not working, then I'm doing something wrong myself. Yeah. You know, and it really causes a lot of self-evaluation for me when I'm teaching my stuff, right? I'm like, plus I got to make sure I give them something that's good, right? And if I can't give them something that's good, that means I haven't trained to the point where I'm good enough to give it to them, right? So yeah. just self-reflection the whole time yeah, when you teach
0: you're, you're role modeling that the, if your visual is off if you're not doing something it's just like what did you say well you're not doing it Yeah. you know you're, you've you got to really check your technique as the instructor you're held to a higher standard especially if you know the exact technique let's say but now you're messing it up physically uh-huh. you know it mentally uh-huh. but you can't do it physically you know that's where a lot of people struggle I'm like I can tell you but you just need to do it Let's just work right here. I can talk to you, talk to you. Let's just go and do it. Get some reps, mm-hmm. who cares? Like it's- Let's just go. It's whatever, you know, it's like teaching girls to be brave. When we grapple, especially a lot of times, okay, this one, like will you stop talking to her and just wrestle with her? Where the boys like, okay, wrestle, okay. We don't know what the hell we're doing, but we're gonna try, mm-hmm. just try. You know but the ladies get caught up into i think you know the t- uh ted talks um one on teaching girls to be brave uh, they want it to be perfect and like okay this is not gonna work who cares just do some crap the guys right. are doing it wrong who cares right like the guys have their problem you know they're trying to muscle it you know but another okay so this like who no just throw her down on the ground and try to get on top of her that what some guy could do tomorrow night to this girl sure just let her work through. You don't have to beat her and smash her, right? right. But you're like, give them something. Song. Stop talking for the entire round. And then the second round. And then you do something and then you talk to, okay, here, do this. Stop.
1: Just wrestle. Just, <laughs> just go.
0: play around. Train. Yeah. It, it's really difficult for for all of us. And sure. you just train more. That's how you got to get to second degree. Third degree. It's all about just staying on the path yeah you know i think sometimes people want the easy button or the shortcut you know there are real no shortcuts i mean we talk about the accelerated learning program it's you know getting one-on-one attention i don't think it's easy it's not a, a shortcut uh-huh. but it definitely individual attention might be the the biggest shortcut to, to black belt but still you still need the training time you still need that but you're getting that individual attention yeah
1: yeah it, it, some people are talkers you know, everybody's got a different learning style but really when it comes to a lot of the stuff you just you just gotta physically put the hands and do it and do it and over and over and over and over because the solutions will show up as you're doing it right and that's that's what i started seeing but there's a little bit of the talk i mean but it's it's like less than two percent you know of the training is talking it through of it is just trying it over and over and over and over until you have that success. And I'm still doing it. Some days I'm just looking at my feet, right? Just
0: wondering if I'm in the right place. Yeah, I mean, if your foundation stinks, your house is falling down. And that's all I'm
1: concentrating on these past couple weeks is just where's my foot? Where where am I ending up on my feet? Because it's easy to fall over. I mean, it's easy
0: to screw up stay on it, stay on it and mm-hmm. you know, make it party routine. And it might be, Hey, I'm hurt. And I'm doing some mental training. Yeah. Watching the class, you know, get on clear sky dot training and watch our videos, you know, for, I mean, I say it all the time, there's plenty of good stuff, but there's plenty of bad stuff. So watch what you're, what you're looking at out yeah. there. I mean, there's just so much that, you know, like, why, like
1: and the thing is, people aren't going to know what the bad is until you go and see the good. So come in and train with us.
0: And sometimes it's just its just more knowledge. Like, oh, I've got mm-hmm. another technique for this. And sometimes it's 50 fit. Hey, that's a good technique. Mm-hmm. Fits principle, but it's just slightly different. Like, there's so much to learn. It's where um, I was telling the class last night. Look, I've had at one point an instructor that had more certifications than I did. And I told him he sucked at all of them on that honesty side like you're not good <laughs> at any one of them like you're yeah. your level one Krav Maga instructor like dude, you need a lot of work but you went and got this survey this certification it's not making you better and people be, like instructors can get caught up in that that's an instructor I think mistake yeah. is over certifications you never really trained it's where I've been telling all of yeah, you guys yeah, yeah, with yeah, Todd well I got another certification, Are we got gonna do this one, and I'm like, guys, I feel like we've done three. One, two, and two and a half, two right? Half, yeah. So we've done three certifications. You're going to number two, two in February. In February.
1: Which is almost a year after I took Which one. I think is
0: good digestion, and that's why Todd said to take a year like let's take some time. Yeah. Don't go with John to the next one. Go and digest more and train more with John. But I would say to the guy's like, yeah, I guess it's enough. Like, do we do three, whenever the heck, they're on it? But sometimes it's just learning more and more and more, it's not making you better. Sometimes I think it, it takes away from other things you've already learned. Mm-hmm. You gotta be careful of that and just spacing them out. Krab Maga, and I'll be specific, worldwide, and you know, John Whitman, who's Krav Maga Alliance, who I train with now, when I got into it and it was trademarked you had certain times that you had to go between minimums of certifications that you couldn't go back to back on things. You know, I know a couple people that I'm like, I would want to do a seven day course and another seven day course just because they lined up. (sighs) There was like the exception, you know, extremely gifted athlete and extremely gifted martial artist. But still that's a lot of information to digest over one week never mind two weeks of training or you know todd's certifications are 40 hours yeah and those are long ass days it's great for travel and time away from your family i like that aspect but man at the end of the day i'm done
1: it's you're spent i mean completely exhausted and you're just trying to get ready for the next day you know you
0: try like and now you got stuff to think about and there and you're just yeah. mentally spent and things are happening I mean that's generally why he's doing hit lectures at the beginning of the day when people are fresh uh-huh, he's uh-huh. not doing a, a whatever time we end or six o'clock yeah. or whatever he's not ending with a lecture when people are mentally spent and drained it's more physical stuff which yeah. is still hard but it's not the mental side of things yeah. so The same as ever morgan house that we were talking about Uh, this book um, last week the chapter it's supposed to be hard Uh like i I flipped the page to that and i was like oh i'm gonna love this chapter it's supposed to be hard everything worth pursuing comes with a little pain the trick is not minding that it hurts um he talks about a scene and i don't i mean i know seen clips of this movie but talk about old it was lawrence of arabia, arabia. Trick um, is knowing that- about putting a match out with his fingers yeah. and not flinching and another minute. um the trick then is not minding that it hurts for a second and yeah. knowing that it's coming it's yeah. kind of like absorbing a round kick yeah the trick is not minding that it hurts you know, you can condition yourself to getting hit and condition your body to taking blows and, you know, flexing your quad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, the big part of it is not minding that it freaking hurts. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's the trick. That's the fighting part. I mean, it's
1: all going to hurt a little bit if you're doing it right. Right? I mean, that's it's all going to hurt a little bit. It's, but your body needs the hurt to learn and then to, to adapt and move on. And yeah. So it's... It, it's a great line because I remember watching the scene where he's putting out the candle or the match with the match, his finger is. Yeah, and uh, the other person tries it he's like oh it hurts and he goes yes the trick is minding that is that not minding that it hurts and they're like they didn't they didn't grasp it right in that moment and people still listen to that and they're like oh yeah yeah or they don't get it right they don't know there's going to be a little bit of pain associated with, with
0: learning and training I mean, yeah. it's the only way to get better and grow yeah I mean there's going to be pain getting your black belt like there's yeah. just no way around it. It's like when little kids fall and somebody else laughs at them and I'm like, Hey, you're one step closer to black belt. You got to fall down to get yeah. your black belt. So get back up. Who cares? You fell. Who cares? Somebody laughed at you, right? You just got one step closer. to Black belt could falling down yeah. and getting back up. Cause you're doing some kick technique, whatever it is. You fell on your butt, get back up and right. you're one step closer to black belt. Right.
1: Doing it right some
0: way. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of good little things in here Um, he talks about Seinfeld micromanaging the show which we might have briefly touched on last week yeah not much I don't remember but you know he's like you know NBC gave me a staff of writers but they all stink you know it's like there was something in there um, I didn't highlight it but um, he was on like a Letterman interview and he's like what if they just gave you reams of great stuff and he's like no, it's kind of the suffering, the pain, yeah. the, pr- the process of coming up oh, yeah. with that sketch of it being funny, that it's not easy. You know, if it was easy, there'd be gazillions of yeah, everybody would be extremely doing it. funny shows, and, you know, everybody, everything that you did was just gold. Yeah. That just doesn't happen, right? Not every episode is great as, you know, I like Seinfeld you know there's the episodes you're like that oh, was a good one but it wasn't a great one yeah but some of his stuff is you're like jeez like that's all almost kind of great there's little things in almost all of them mm-hmm. but it's you know he's like I micromanaged every word every line every take every edit every casting if you're efficient you're doing it the wrong way that's so counterintuitive but I think it perfectly highlights the dangers of shortcuts. Like people are always looking for the shortcut. Uh-huh. We talk about this all the time. Whether it's their their diet, they want to lose weight. People are constantly looking for the shortcut, and that's not the answer, people. Yeah. That's not the answer. The hard way is the way. Getting in there and sweating and going. You know, I'm not having a second glass of wine. Uh-huh. No, I. I just went to a birthday party last week with cake. Oh, yeah. there was just an office party last week. Got one more class. You know. There's always a reason to eat crappy. And yeah, the hard way is saying no to get to losing weight. It's people just want the easy
1: button. But once you realize that you see the results from the hard way, it's like it was worth it. Right? There's no worth it after the... The Ozempic shot, right? It just means you got to get another shot. But if you were to do the marathon, right, it would have been, it's worth it. And you feel better for it.
0: Yeah, you would have been better if you lost 10 pounds versus getting another shot, another yeah. prescription, another... Something. God, those people just want you on endless prescriptions for five things. Yeah. And another one to, or two or three to counteract with those right. things. To do deal to with you. the side effects. It's crazy. People are like, oh yeah, like do the hard work. Mm-hmm. You just, I don't understand. I don't think that's how humans were really wired to be, let's look for the easy. Maybe, maybe I'm like, maybe they were just like, Hey, I'm going to smash you with this club. Go hunt for me. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they were probably yeah. just circled around and, uh, club me from behind. You know, I mean, it's crazy how Culture and commercials and everything just seep into our minds and people are like, oh, I don't want to be cold.
1: Yeah. I want to be
0: comfort This, I, you know, we're always saying it's a workout. It's not called easy fit is what I say. It's not supposed to be easy. You're yeah. sweating. This is hard. It's supposed to be, it's called a workout. Comfort. But it's not hard.
1: Comfort all the time becomes the norm, Right. And then all you know is comfort.
0: Yeah, nobody can hurt my feelings. Yeah. Nobody can say things that make me feel bad.
1: But if you do all the hard things, you realize that comfort is there to be comfortable for those moments. Right? Just few moments. Because you only really get real comfort in a few moments in what you do. At least that's my goal. Because, because if everything's everything comfortable, comfortable, I get
0: stuck at it. Yeah, like if it was easy, there'd be tons of black belts um, out there everybody would be attaining that in whatever martial art discipline. You know, the percentage of white and yellow belts to black belts is crazy because it's hard. And I had one black, one second degree black belt in my class last night. That was it. I was the highest of one in a class of 16. So I mean again guys get in and shrink it off your butt something excuse but it's also a percentage thing so it's not easy you know it's gonna hurt prepare yourself for that mm-hmm. i mean i think that there's a lot there's something he's talking about a friend um and it, i i liked it because business is not easy and it's, it might just be working the corporate scene which i have no clue about besides my wife's an hr executive and i hear a whole ton of stuff but You know, small business, this made me laugh. Same in business. My friend Brent says running a company is like eating glass while I'm being punched in the face. Often nothing works, emotion (laughs) runs wild, confusion reigns. He also equated it to a daily battle. You wake up every morning, grab your knife, fight off challenges and pray you make it home alive. But dealing with that hassle is the entire reason why it can be lucrative. Where there's pain, there's profit. He often reminds people there's an optimal level of hassle to accept, even embrace. All right, guys. Sorry about that little interruption trying to run a business and do a podcast. It's small goes. business. We're, We're just talking about small, small business and
1: corporate stuff. and
0: <laughs> It's all hard. Yeah. But um, the last thing I wanted to talk about, um, I think it's a good way to wrap it up. It's actually the end of the chapter in The Same as Ever. A good rule of thumb for a lot of things is to identify the price and be willing to pay it. The price for so many things is putting up with an optimal amount of hassle, right? You know, are you willing to pay the price? Yeah. You know, is that what you're willing to do? You want to get your black belt. Are you willing to show up two to three days, if not five days a week and train and put in the hours? Yeah. You know, because I think a lot of people think, I'm just going to come a couple... I don't know what they're thinking. I mean, I knew, like, okay, my goal is black belt, and I'm just going.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I'm just going to go out. I didn't, you know, I didn't really know the plan, even um, my uh, black belt's in Taekwondo. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get black belt. So I'm going to show up to every class I can. I'm going to come. You know, and I had a training partner we used to meet on the weekends and we used to do stuff Mm -hmm. together and do a little bit more on Sundays. It's just showing up.
1: Paying the price. And then you're
0: like, oh, okay, I'm going to get it. I never had a time frame. I'm just going and training and training some more. I think when you don't meet that time frame, I think people get, oh, Right that I forget it uh-huh. oh I get injured yeah it's gonna set you back whatever it is I'm like who cares stuff's gonna come up oh I can't I can't make this test I just had knee surgery good whatever just keep training
1: uh-huh.
0: gonna make you better
1: uh-huh.
0: had a little obstacle in the way that's the way this is the way and you know people are always very Okay, so we have our minimums here at our MSDF of like how much time you need to send training. We're like, okay, four years. Okay, <laughs> what happens when it doesn't take you four years? Yeah, that it takes you six. Mm-hmm. I think people get too wrapped in that as well. I'm like, just keep showing up, and it's going to happen. Yeah, try to hit those those goals. Like people like goals. Mm-hmm. But things might
1: get in the way. In, the, in that piece there, he says that you, you got to pay the price. And he should have, I don't know how, if he does later, but it's not just a price you're paying. It's investing in the time for yourself. Because once you learn it, you really don't lose it, right? It's not like you, you buy a car and its value goes down over time and it disappears, right? It's just never there again down the road. But when you pay the price for yourself and you're investing in your own skill, it's not like it's something that gets thrown away, right? It stays with you. Yeah. So it's an investment in yourself. You you are growing with the price being paid. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's the
0: whole, are you willing to pay the price? You want to yeah. keep going, keep going. You're going to miss out on, oh, do you want to play on our men's league basketball team? Or, hey, do you want to do this? You know, it might be only six months and maybe you decide, you know, I want to do that with my friends. But it's going to save you back over here and it's going to take you longer. But are you willing to pay the price of going, yeah, no, something's gonna come up. Maybe you have to change a training day. Mm. You know, people get really tied up into, I don't, I only come at six o'clock in the morning. Well, maybe you come at 6.30 at night. Mm. (laughs) People get very tied to those things and, oh, I missed class. Or, you know, hey, my wife wants to do dance lessons on my favorite night. Well, maybe you're coming that morning. I mean, it just all depends to, to make it up, but be willing to pay the price of missing out on things. I remember Mm -hmm. even my Taekwondo black belts, like I was missing out on a lot of summer stuff sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, friends doing stuff and being like, yeah, I'll see you after, Mm -hmm. but you missed out on what happened before and always like, right. fear of missing out. Oh, oh yeah. always seems like it was fantastic of what you missed out on, but are they just really <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you weren't here, you missed that. yeah you know, I'm gonna miss out on something, but I was doing something else that I didn't want to miss out on more than whatever you guys were doing. Yeah. And you just gotta be willing to pay the price.
1: Yeah. Because
0: yeah. there's stuff is gonna come up.
1: Yeah. It's life's there's gonna There's just no way. The way
0: and the more you train the better you're gonna be. No, train more suck less train more suck less gonna be better all right guys I am here for you if you need me if you want personal mentoring training hit me up john at rmsdf.com and as always support this podcast by getting those patches at shop.rmsdf.com shop.rmsdf.com and our ClearSky.training portal, clearsky.training. That's as simple as it is. That is the domain, add shop.clearsky.training to support that channel um, or support us. But it's a different um, shop, obviously, we'll be adding more. But like always, there's not enough time in the day. So if you've got a request for something, we just have that new. One of our um, members had something. I'm like, hey, that's not an RMSDF shirt. Somebody gave it to me for Christmas. I'm like, well, it's not your uniform. I'm sorry. Um, if you really like it, let me know. There's a coffee cup on there somebody sent. Their family still bought another one, but oh well. Uh, <laughs> hey, but you want a coffee cup? You want something on there I can put on there? We've got some that new uh, girl stuff on there on shop.rmsdf. Peace out. Is that what you're telling me, Josh? Bye.